Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So, good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, depending where in the world you are. Um, Today's exploration... um, quiet mind infinite possibilities and as I um, say that phrase I kind of feel like I've I've heard it before somewhere like somebody's probably going to tell me it's the title of a book or something um, because it has I have this inkling that I've, I've heard it before somewhere so I'm going to start really by well reminding you that this is a three principles conversation so I'm always pointing us to the truth of how our experience is created via these three principles of thought, consciousness and universal mind. And if you are not familiar with that, then please go look it up, listen to more of my content, perhaps read up some stuff about three principles because If you love listening to me, then listen to me and and learn about the three principles. If you think I'm annoying, that's fine too, but go go and learn about the three principles. I listen to lots of different different teachers and I've come across teachers that I don't like as much as others. Um, I don't like the way everybody articulates it, although actually I I mostly like everybody, if I'm honest, anybody who's talking about this understanding. I, I kind of like listening to them. But, you know, if, if I'm not for you, then please do find some other way of learning about three principles because it's the most life-changing thing I've come across. And I've learned from lots and lots of different teachers over time. So I really do, do recommend you doing that if you can. So I guess where I'd like to start with this is kind of my story about trying to attain a quiet mind. I think. So I think, well, before I burnt out, I had no idea that a quiet mind was a thing (laughs) at all, because my mind was like the M25 at rush hour. It was non-stop noisy. Um, So much so that eventually I kind of stopped sleeping and because my mind would be just so busy all the time that I, I couldn't even rest, really. And particularly, and, and I'm sure some of you are familiar with this, the kind of three o'clock in the morning, I must start thinking about things and getting really, really, yeah, very busy-minded and not being able to get back to sleep. So as I was burning out, that was really a, that really was the way I was a lot of the time, was busy, busy, busy-minded. So I didn't even know that... um quietness of the mind was was possible for a long time and then and then I guess I came across meditation um as a practice 
And I, I really can't remember the first time I came across meditation. I, I, I remember going to years and years ago, I mean, even possibly before I had my children who are 23 and 21, going to some kind of Buddhist center in um, near my house in Leeds and, and doing some meditation course there. So I'd obviously been looking, I'd looked in that direction for a long, long time. And I think when I got into, um, so after, after I burnt out, um, I got really into a regular meditation practice. And I would say um, that probably lasted about four or five years. But at, the, at that point, I would meditate every single day and literally didn't miss a day. Um, I think there was one day I missed and that was the day that I was rushing to to see my dying father in hospital. So, I, you know, that was the day I missed. <laughs> it kind of seems fine to miss that day. Um, but anyway, I was pretty obsessed. I made sure it happened. Um, and I think during meditation, I would have this clarity and and start to see something of this infinite possibility thing that I'm talking about today, I would start to feel a little bit more connected to wisdom. Because what that's what I'm saying here with the, you know, within the space, within the quiet, there are infinite possibilities, possibilities that our thinking mind, our brain, couldn't possibly imagine. And that's, you know, that's why the world is that the, the world of humans is such a an interesting and fast-moving place is because people come up with things that just come from nowhere, really, and then they they move towards them and, and the world changes. You know, the fact that I can, you know, share this content all over the world um, via lots of amazing places and mediums is just, just amazing, isn't it? Just fantastic. So on my journey the that trying trying to get to the quiet mind became quite an obsession i think really and and that did include lots of meditation and i i i did it in a minor way compared to you know some of my one of my favorite three principles teachers dickin bettinger used to meditate for four or five hours a day and i was actually listening to a podcast um a few days ago where the could the couple The couple on the podcast had um, had been meditating together and, and they were in a really, um, yeah, full-on meditation practice where they would meditate four hours a day, um, you know, four hours or so. I mean, who's got time to <laughs> meditate for four hours a day? I certainly don't have. So that that was kind of where I was when I came across the three principles uh, seeking a quiet mind as if and it, and now I now how I see it is so different like how why would we think that we need to find something out there that is already inside us so something that we have to think about doing that we have to plan we have to organize we have to make sure it happens we have to have it scheduled in in my case um in order to in order to attain something that is actually natural and innate but that we spend a lot of time thinking 
because that's the only let's be honest that's the only thing in the way isn't it and I know if you've done any meditation or if you've even just spent five minutes quietly sitting and I do recommend doing this actually just as a just not not as a practice but as a curiosity as an experiment like can you sit still for 15 minutes five minutes two minutes and just observe the the catalogue of utter tollywaffle <laughs> that goes across your head <laughs> can you can you do that because actually that that really is that really for me begins to unravel this relationship we have with our thinking where we think all the answers we think the infinite possibilities are in our thinking don't we like if i think about this hard enough then i'll find the answer i'll i'll achieve my dreams blah 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 and actually it isn't there you know the it isn't in our thinking it's it's somewhere much more well it's infinite isn't it so how how can it be if it was in our thinking it couldn't couldn't be infinite could it because our thinking is just like leftover stuff that's it's finite isn't it there is no there is nothing um yeah there's nothing there but our old thinking so The what I saw through meditation was I, I did begin to see this. Oh, that there's my thinking that became more aware of it, more of an observer of it, and that was really powerful. But this three principles conversation, what happened to me is that I came across it in January 2020, and by the summer of 2020, I had stopped meditating. Now I do dip in and out of meditation every so often. Now if I, you know, if I just fancy doing it because it's a nice thing to do. Like I fancied going for a walk this morning, so I've been for a walk. But in, and sometimes I fancy doing a bit of meditation, so I do a bit of meditation. Sometimes I fancy cake, and I eat cake. <laughs> you know, like it's not, it's not this doing it to kind of get try to get somewhere, but doing it for the pure joy and you know enjoy enjoyment of it. But I do notice that there is less, and I think less noise in my head there's more quiet there's more space between the thoughts and I think that's just come from letting go not not by I must let go of this thinking but really from oh that that's a train of thought that's a bit useless I know there's no answers there and, and that's a train of thought that makes me feel bad I know there's no answers there and, and, and an observation sometimes of a circular, I'm going over this, you know, thing over and again, or even just an observation that when certain types of things happen, I've got a kind of default thinking pattern. And, and these days, I kind of know there's nothing in any of that. And that's really cool, because I just engage less. So the quietness almost comes from the disengagement, I, I, I just don't bother as much. I still get caught up in loads of things, don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a human being and I do get caught up in things and I don't see this all the time. But when I do see it, that's what the experience is like. It's like, oh, hello, there's that kind of thunk thinking. That's a bit rubbish, doesn't make me feel good. And so what I'm noticing now these days is just more space, more more of a quiet mind and 
the possibilities, so the infinite possibilities really are seeing like ideas coming and, and just going with them, like going with the guidance of my wisdom as it is. Um, trusting that when something just feels right to, to just go for it, whereas previously I would have listened to the thinking, you know, there'd be a thought something feels right and then there would be a lot of thinking around that. I don't know why I'm so emotional this morning. Sometimes I just am. <laughs> um, so this morning, I we're in. You've probably gathered. We're uh, if you're watching this, you'll see that we're in. I'm in. We're in Trevor this morning in a beautiful, beautiful spot. Wish you could see it. Um, and um, this morning, I was about to do some yoga. I'd got all my gear on to do yoga. In, I have a little space where I can just fit a yoga <laughs> mine. And then I just I thought I'm in a beautiful wood and there's a path over there. So I gave Bruce a nudge and we went for a walk. And I feel really like I notice my skin feels all like, you know, you know, rosy cheeked and um energized from the walk. And that was just me trusting. I've made quite a lot of decisions recently just because It felt like I was being nudged in a direction, even though it was unexpected or, you know, I've just signed up for some help with PR and that was unexpected. The lady reached out to me. I've known her for years, actually, when I think about it and never really spoken to her much and just had this one conversation and I just knew it was right. And within days I was on the radio. So there was something like amazing about that. Like just listening to that it's got so much that that's where the infinite possibility is. And and what I, I love you to see about this is that it doesn't have to be the cure for cancer. I mean, brilliant. If you do come up with a cure for cancer, that would be amazing. And I'm hoping the people looking at cures for cancer are working from this space. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Um, but it could just be the decision to go for a walk rather than do some yoga. It could just be the next little, it's generally going to be, like infinite possibilities is not, it's not going to be boom. Like people think, I think, with their intuition that they're looking for some massive, uh, you know, that's it. It's the answer to everything. But it isn't. It's often just so quiet. It's often just the next step. It's often just the next little decision. It's not massive. It's not huge. And it's not noisy. It's quiet. And that's almost why you need the quiet mind to access the infinite possibility. And the inf infinite possibility is not in your thinking. It's not in your personality. It's not in that which is already there. It's the fresh and the new. That's where it is. So just keep, you know, the, the thing here is to keep looking in this direction. To notice if you are allowing yourself some time for quiet, how noisy is your head? And this is not a, this is not a tool or technique to make your mind quieter, but to look towards what's possible when it is. So I hope you have a wonderful day with lots of spaces between your thoughts and lots of quiet, um, lots of love. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm.
This has been the Calm Cast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.